No, I didn't. I don't think there's anything coming out on the stream either. Yeah. Meanwhile, channels. There you go. Oh, it's probably it right there. Are you getting any audio now? How about now? Yeah. Interesting. Anybody in the chat? Oh. Yeah. So everybody's back into this. this now you guys should actually hear everything. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Where do you start? The problem is is that the new computer, so the whole studio's been changed. Restart. Yeah. Let's just get going. Uh, there's, there's no image either. The image is gone. Eh. Yeah. How do people know when we're on? I sent them a... I posted a claw message and I'm going to post on Twitter and I'll post on Facebook. All right. Andy Baldwin is sad that there's no picture. Okay, I'm going to mute you guys okay, again. Okay, no problem. We're ready. This is Bruce Godspeed with KOYR Radio. We're live at the Science Museum of Minnesota where tens of people have lined up to buy the reissue purple hoodie featured in Stranger Things and worn by main character Dustin. It features a brontosaurus along with the Science Museum of Minnesota printed on it. Many of the people are standing around looking cold. You, sir, are you in line to buy a sweatshirt? No. Get away from me, man. Uh, sorry, uh, you, sir, you look very cold. Are you here to buy a science museum hoodie? Why, yes, I am. I see you have no shirt on. Why, no, I don't, but I love stranger things, so... I see. The Science Museum's website has crashed, and we've just got word they are not taking any orders. Tens of peoples have started meandering around aimlessly, not knowing if they will ever get their hands on one of these glorious sweatshirts. It's crashing. This is the worst, the worst of catastrophes in the world. Oh, it's crashing. Oh, four, five hundred shopping carts have been left abandoned, and it's a terrific crash, ladies and gentlemen. There's smoke, and there's flames now, and, and the store is crashing to the ground. Not anything like Amazon. Oh, the humanity, and all the Stranger Things fans are screaming around here. From KOYR Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota, it's Arcade Radio. Difficulties there, huh? 
Mm-hmm. So we're listening blind uh, to the sound effects. The chatters can hear it. That's good. So I enjoyed hearing it through the live stream, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm lying. <laughs> yeah. We're like in a weird, you know, nebulous area where we can't hear the. We're in the music, upside down. That's right. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. And there's Ken House walking by in his arcade. Hey, you should give the introduction. Oh yeah, this is uh, season two, episode two, Arcade Radio. Uh, the upside down or something. What's today? Um, today's Thursday, November 9th, twenty seventeen. And the time is around 7.27 p.m. And Late. And, but Dan is here, so that's good. Mm-hmm. I love it. And Mark is here, so that's good. Hello. And Ken House is in the house. Uh, well, he's probably never heard that before. <laughs> not, not once. Not even, not even twice. You got a nice arcade there, Ken. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. It's been fun collecting all this stuff. We got a, f- a few things running there. Uh, yeah, pole position. I can hear that one. Yep. <laughs> I can hear it just fine. Yeah. There won't be any copyright infringements for that, so we're good. We're good for that. Yeah, you might have to turn that off. It's pretty loud on the on the che- on the stream. But uh. <laughs> Yeah, every two. I don't know how close that thing is to your computer, but or your phone. That thing is fifteen feet and three games between it. And wow, I turned it down. So, uh, you know, um, what do we do here? We I'm gonna kick off this, but you're not gonna hear any. We have we've been having some audio difficulty here. Like, uh, I don't know if I, I can add anything that would actually make this work for you to hear. Nah, I would just say, let's plow through it. He's never heard our musical interlude. Well, so. you won't either. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I, you know, I know them. <laughs> so how, how are you going to start without your cue? I'll, you're going to have to say, now, or something. Now, Go. And now, here's the, <laughs> yeah, to do the thing that we normally no, do. You do it now. Stuff. This is, uh, this is a tragedy. We only have like three or four cues, so it's all good. Yeah. Do we have show notes today? I don't even know. Of course, I finished everything. Why, mm. why don't we talk about what you've been working on, Adam? Oh well, yeah. This obviously not working hard enough. This uh, I've been working. Uh, Other than your laptop, which yeah. is brand new and amazing, apparently. Well, it's not a laptop, but it's a computer. Oh right, right. Yeah. Twenty-seven inch laptop. I should have known it's not a laptop. Yeah. All my settings are totally screwed up because I had to migrate everything, and they didn't. It didn't all migrate the way it was supposed to. So, hmm. I, th- I think somebody warned you about that. Ah, uh, yeah, that's probably true. Mm-hmm. On your mark. Yeah, so I've been working on. Um, I've actually been just working a lot, which is a bummer. But I sold my Moon Patrol. No <gasps> more. No more Moon just- Patrol. I just traded my Stargate Multi for a Mood, mood Patrol. A Mood Patrol? Mood Patrol, which is so good. But I'll, I'll wait till you're done. Um, I've been also working on... Oh, let's see. Oh, I fixed my Xenon pinball this week. There were some sound problems with that. Tempest didn't boot up, which is sort of normal when it hasn't been on for a while. Hmm. So, it was a bummer. 
I reseated some cables and everything came back to life. Played a little bit of Mousetrap this week. Man. So I played Xenon, Mousetrap, and then uh, Tempest. Tested out some of the other games. Oh, and I one thing I did do that I'm really uh, happy about, I changed the settings on Xenon so that it's more fun to play. So instead of getting a free game at the high score marks, you get a free ball, which actually allows you to score a little bit better. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, so that was fun. But that's all I've been doing. What about you? And working. Dan, Danny Dan? Uh, not a lot. Sold my Neo Geo. So officially for the first time in like, uh, I don't know, what's it been, four or five years, I actually ha- don't have any projects in the garage. Oh, man. Yeah, right? Every time I've been there, there's been something going on. I know. So uh, my wife's weirded out because she can park in the garage. And I'm kind of weirded out because we got a shed. And we unloaded everything that was in the garage. My table saw, my my everything, all my tools are in the shed. So get off the shed! I don't know it's. Uh, I have to get used to it a little bit. <laughs> well, do you want something to work on, or? Well, I have a Satan's Hollow down here that um, I picked up. I don't know, uh, probably six months ago or something, really cheap, and it didn't work. Uh, and I kept it in the garage, and I couldn't really decide if I was going to keep it or just flip it. Um, then I had a Journey. I had a Satan's Hollow. I had a Black Widow. I had Cloak and Dagger. I had Neo Geo and a pot of gold out in the garage. And I'm like, okay, I got to get these things. All these things need to be done or resolved by winter. So sold off the ones I didn't want, and uh, I was left with you know Journey and Cloak and Dagger and um, uh, I don't know Satan's Hollow. So I had someone come down to move the games, right? Because I'm not moving them. I'm, sure, I'm done with <laughs> that. Mark taught me that trick. That's right. Wait, so, you, had, you had somebody come to move your own games? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to move them. I, so if you ever come to my house, Mark, you I think you guys have both been to my house. Yes, many wow. times. They have that stupid, stupid 90-degree angle going to my arcade. So you start at the top of the stairs. You go go down like 10 stairs. Then you do, uh, you know, like a right turn. Then you go down a stair, and then you do another right turn. You go down another like 10 stairs. Yeah. I'm just over hauling games up and down. Like the last one I hauled up was a Dragon's Lair, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. <sighs> so I had to make a choice if I was going to keep it or, you know, I'm like, uh, I don't know what to do with this stupid Satan's Hollow. So I brought it downstairs. It's not really a game I like. I don't really love it. There's nothing. I, I just got it cheap, right? So now I'm done with all my games for the most part, and I've started tinkering with the stupid thing. I got it up and running in like two minutes, which kind of irritated me because I thought I'd have a nice winter project, and now I'm just uh, cleaning it. So Cleaning the... Yeah, you know, was sitting outside in yeah. someone's garage, so it was filthy. And you know, I started taking things apart and cleaning so it. I've been playing it a little bit. It's not a bad game. Sweet. Yeah. What about you, Adam? I, I've been doing the same stuff I was a minute ago. What about you, Mark? Okay, so oh, I, Mark, sorry, my bad. Hi, no problem. Uh, so I got a Moon Patrol. I traded it for a J Rock Multi Williams, and I had to dial in the monitor. It's a Geo Seven. And when I got it, it was really weird. The blue and the green channels were reversed. And 
I was like looking at it. I'm like, how could this accidentally happen? I think it's been like that for years. And so I just popped out the pins and then switched them. And then, you know, everything was fine after that. It was the weirdest thing. What it, what pins? On the um, monitor? On like the, the monitor. Video? The actual video cable plugging into the Geo 7. Not, <laughs> not the little sync thing, but, you know. Oh, that's weird, man. It was like red, blue, green. And I went to the test screen, which you have to use a dip switch to get to. Yeah. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? This is the weirdest. Like, why is the why is the sky green and the buildings are blue? And <laughs> I don't know the guy, some guy in Louisiana, and I don't really know him that well, but maybe he just didn't realize it. But that's really strange. So I fixed that and got that going. Um, another thing was weird is the joystick, the leaf switches were like, bent and constantly active so i had to like bend them back i have no idea what happened in there hmm. Hmm. i got a little bit of uh leather t-molding and uh the high score kit from uh, leather t-molding oh, oh I see. you know the leather yeah imprint uh, uh, for, for a moment i actually thought you were talking about real like leather t-molding well it was corinthian leather <laughs> uh -huh. fine corinthian leather and <laughs> Um, so I did all that. I also took off the... It was weird. It had real strange little leg levelers. I took strange. that off and put on legit ones and some carpet sliders. And it's it's in the lineup. Cool. It's in, it's in lineup B, really. I have two arcade areas now. I've completely reconciled just having things in random locations because... How do I unmute Ken? I, I muted him, but I can't unmute him. You can't know. unmute him through YouTube? Yeah. yeah, you can. No, I can't. Well, not from not through Chrome anyway. I mean, he's in our Hangout, so he has to actually unmute himself now, because because I muted him. Can it's you? Weird. I can I can present him to everyone, but I can't unmute him. Right. That's odd. What can you can you guys hear this uh, uh, this thing? Oh, stop muting me. Oh, there yeah. you go. Well, All right. Turn off your pole position. Alone. Then we'll then I'll stop well, muting. You turn it off. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna it's do this whole show with pole position. It's good. Hey, can you guys hear these bumpers now? Let's, let's hear. No, we don't hear anything. No. You don't. No. no. That's a, you were hearing it earlier, right? So, Ken, what'd you work on this week, buddy? Anything? Uh... Well, I worked on my Popeye pinball machine. The uh, driver board lost five volts, so worked Ooh. on that this week. Okay. Uh, replaced the fuse and Qbert this week. Did a blue fuse. What else is down? It was down. Pole position board blew up this week. Yeah. Last last week. As they tend to do. Yep, as they tend to do. Fortunately, I've got some spares. That's about all I've worked on this week. I have to fix my Sprint 2. It's got power problems. And the crane machine broke the belt, so i got to fix that. Uh -huh. It sucks having 30 games. Yeah. It's, a lot of, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Chicks dig the games, man. So is your is your Popeye like the Robin Williams movie Popeye, or is it the cartoon Popeye? It's the cartoon Popeye. Okay. I think I'm one of the only people on Earth that actually likes the Robin Williams. I do. I like that musical. I bought the uh, the soundtrack. I have it on vinyl. I mean, I was in eighth grade or something. Yeah. So I was just a goofy movie, but uh, that's cool. Maybe the pinball machine from that movie? No. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. No. I didn't think they would. They didn't make anything from that movie. I just found out they had a Flash Gordon 
linchpin from the movie, and now I want it because that movie is like the best movie ever made next yeah, to Smokey and the Bandit. Except it doesn't really have any of the audio from the movie at all. So just oh really? The back, the back I think left. it would have Queen and all that. You know, that'd be just that'd be rocking if they did that. It would be a robot to Stern. No, I'd never buy a Stern pinball. Haven't we had this discussion? Those oh, things are okay. garbage. To Jersey, they're garbage. Yep, Jersey Jack. That's the way to go. I'm. I'm. You know what, guys? Here's my deal. I'm. I'm very seriously thinking about uh, buying a dialed in. Oh my god! Everybody loves that. I. W- I want it. That, yeah, that would I be want great. it bad. My wife is going bananas for it, and uh, I. I. Uh, I think I really want to put down some money on it. Oh, and and one other thing I'm doing. I am going to Chicago. I'm going to hang out with John from John's Arcade, and we're going to go visit Galloping Ghost the week of Thanksgiving. Ooh, are you gonna do your do his video for him again? I will. I will be Mr. Video Man for him. <laughs> I texted him the other day about his Mortal Kombat. <laughs> do you watch his video where you? Oh, they're yeah. so stressful. Oh God! I just <laughs> sent him like 500 ha 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 Mortal Kombats, and he's like, "What? What?" <laughs> I mean, that vinyl is uh, terrible. I guess so. Mm-hmm. He was having a hell of a time. Good times. Adam, where'd you go, buddy? Who's Adam, did we? Yeah. Maybe. So the other thing I'm trying to do is Donkey Kong Cabaret has um, these carriage bolts that are micro-sized. I don't know if they're custom or proprietary or, or what, but I'm for some reason, I'm missing like four of these little tiny carriage bolts, and no one seems to know what I'm talking about. Even Mike from Mike's Arcade is like, what are you talking about? And they're these little itty-bitty carriage bolts. You know what I'm talking... Anybody know what I'm talking about here? Am I getting any love on that? It's, it's Donkey Kong, but it's a cabaret, and it has... Um, the control panel is these little carriage bolts, and I'm trying to find four of them. They're not the same carriage bolts that are in a regular control oh, panel? They're pretty God, small. No. Yeah, they're... No, they're not. Even smaller, huh? Yeah. You got home. You should go to Home Depot. Find some dude with an orange, uh, you know, smock on. I uh, <laughs> so that would be fun. So I have my cloak and dagger has the original. Um, what 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 is it? It's, it's like uh, a pinball door. You know, they're like um, chrome. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yep. Okay, so it, I took. I've I've had two defenders. One of them I just sawed up. And the other one, uh, you know, and I, so I have the coin door from that, and then I have another coin door from Defender. So I have two of these silver coin doors, and I've kind of pieced it together to make the best coin door. But I've been missing those. They're, um, uh, again, they're like one-inch carriage bolts, 832. And uh, finding those things is a colossal nightmare. Any Anything that's uncommon, I've, I went to Fastenal, I went to Lowe's, I went to, ah, uh, God, what? I mean, Ace Hardware, nobody has these things. I had to order them from some Chattanooga pinball place. So, anything small, they are not going to have at Home Depot. Yeah, Home Depot kind of blows. Yeah, well, what about, uh, what's that other store that's in Minnesota, I forget, you know, that starts with an M? Maynard's? Oh, Menards. Menards, yeah. No, I avoid that place like a oh. plague. Ace Hardware. Oh, please. Although they did cut Plexi 
very well in comparison to what I got over here. Like the people in Texas that cut, I got like some trashed out looking piece of plexi. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that sounds like we've rounded up what we're doing. What's the uh, our next uh, segment is well, uh, in it's the usually news. it's usually the news. So I, it's the arcade news with Don Reed. Did you hear that at all? No. No. Okay. This is this is hilarious. I'm I'm sure this sounds hilarious in the chat. But huh. okay, it's, it's the okay arcade news with, with Dan, Dan Reed. Reed. And then it's, it's a thingy, and it's just some sound. Wait, you played it? I didn't even know. I didn't hear it. Just I'm playing it. And I'm not hearing it. Take it. Ready Player One opens in Detroit, Michigan. Ready Player One was founded by longtime friends and gamers Whale Garby and Muhammad. Bah- Ooh, I'm probably murdering their names. The pair set out renovating their space earlier this year with the intention of bringing an arcade bar to Detroit, a trend among drinking establishments that didn't reach the city until relatively recently. Hmm. Located in the 3,500-square-foot basement level of the downtown's refurbished Globe Tobacco Building, Ready Player One features roughly 40 machines, 30 arcade, and 10 pinball from the 80s and 90s. Among the games, customers will find titles like Punch-Out, Ms. Pac-Man, Tetris, and Commando, as well as a Nintendo 64 loaded with Mario Kart. That's not a lot of games. They need to up that. Yeah, and I wonder how many of them are that classic arcades horrid. and how many of them are Redemption and how many of them are uh, 60 and ones. I mean, what I really want to know is how did they get the name Ready Player One? They, they actually oh, trademarked it. They're going to get sued. There's no, no way. No, they, they registered the trademark. I looked it up on Justia. What are your marks? Hmm. It's bizarre. It, it's like, why didn't somebody think of this before? Yeah. I'm sure they were like, oh, look. <laughs> or something. What did we lose, Mark, again? What's that? I'm, oh. I'm no here. Thoughts? No thoughts on uh, Punch-Out, Ms. Pac-Man, Tetris, and Commando in Detroit? I mean, it's a good, that's a good list. Yeah. Not bad. But Detroit, my God, it's so depressing. I know. I'm gonna open an arcade called Ready Player Two. <laughs> Ready Player Zero. <laughs> arcade closes in Deming, New Mexico, because of Hollywood slump. The last mole. <laughs> <laughs> the last mole has been whacked at Deming Entertainment Center, and the spin and win turns no more. Where is that at? Deming, uh, Deming. Is it Canada somewhere? Yeah, I think so. Right? Hmm. Yeah, I'd have to. Weird, wild stuff. Anyway, the arcade area where coin-operated video games and other mainstays such as air hockey and skee ball have contributed to the noise and flashing lights of Starmax since the center opened in 2009. Sweet. Mm-hmm. It's been closed indefinitely, and most of the games have been sold off. The local investment group responsible for this corner of the entertainment center has called it quits. What the hell? Oh, by the way, Deming is in New Mexico. Oh, New Mexico. Yeah, there you go. Is Ken moving games now? Just fun. <laughs> I thought he was getting killed. 
And then, uh, last but not least, I just wanted to mention that arcade cabinet maker Raw Thrills has confirmed it's currently working on a new machine featuring the heroes in a half shell, as depicted in the Nickelodeon cartoon, currently in its fifth season. So they are making a new arcade machine. Eugene Jarvis. Yep. At it again. So it says here that it can actually be redemption or not, which is unusual. Well, but is it? (laughs) I mean, I guess they don't really make redemption, but it makes sense at least at this point in the temporal timeline. <laughs> yeah. And in other news, uh, I believe Adam convinced me to actually watch Stranger Things. So Whoa. I just finished season two <laughs> yesterday. Hey, what did you think of season two? I liked it. I'm kind of surprised. I'm not a TV guy, but I have to say that uh, they did an excellent job. It It's much more... <laughs> Of a movie than a TV show, in my opinion, it's yeah. high quality. It's good stuff. I kind of agree. It's reminds me a lot of John Carpenter's movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the second time we talked about him today? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if we were, I don't know if we were live, but we were talking about John Carpenter played his hits that he wrote uh, in Minneapolis last night. Yeah, cool. It's almost so. like we're in an arcade. It's like the upside down. We're in the upside down arcade. Are we really? Now? Hey, did we? Did we leave? We? Oh no, we. T- okay, yeah. So that's good. All right, sweet. And that's it for the arcade radio news. So th- now we hand it off to, you know, you, right? Right. Just play my thing and let me know when you stop playing. It. <laughs> back, oh, in back in '82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin. Pig back to the cage with Time Runner. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there something wrong with the Earth's gravitational pull? Uh, Sound of the TARDIS or a toilet if you're Mark Shields listening to this? And then some goofy background music, which you can't hear. All right. Hello. Welcome. Our Wayback Machine time circuits are set to June 16th, 1984. And why this date? Stranger Things 2 starts off on <laughs> Halloween in 1984, so why not? It's a pretty good date. And plus, I was told I had to include a certain song that's going to come up in a little bit, so oh we'll talk boy. about that later. This is going to be yeah. very difficult. <laughs> what, you don't like this? I'm not, I'm not doing a voice, Adam. This is just me. No, no. I think oh, you song. sound great. This song's going to suck. because you, you wanted this song. I want this song. I we know can't it. hear it, though. Okay, we'll be able to hear it. Oh, my God. <laughs> The worst I, show ever. It is, this is this is a tragedy. It's like so messed up right now. And I, right. I'm sure there's like one setting I'm missing, and I don't know what it is. Okay. Well, let's let's get to that. At least. So that at least there's first three things I'm gonna talk about. That don't require me listening to anything. So the RK Technology news on June 16, 1984. Developer Alexei Pejitov created Tetris for the Electronica 60 in the Soviet Union. I mean, wait, really, wait, wait. So <laughs> t- Tetris was not an arcade game? <laughs> Definitely not. Tetris what okay, is happening? Somebody, somebody who's definitely streaming some audio. <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> what, what is happening? Uh, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was. Uh, what is the Electronica 60? I don't even know. I should have looked that up. So, right? so Tetris was made first for this 
unknown gaming system and then someone ripped it off and Atari ripped it off or whatever and actually made Tetris? What's the story? Atari licensed it. Seriously? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. The Electronica 60 was a 16-bit 32K computer with a RAM of 4K. It had 81 instructions. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> I mean, floating point capacity is 32-bit. Performance speed, 250,000 operations. I mean, it was a legit machine, but uh, Atari did license it, and uh, I'm, I'm positive that they ported it uh, probably visually. But Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit different in the Atari version, right? Yes, it's in English. <laughs> okay, what was going on at the box office? Let's just move a lot, right along here. Uh, on June 16th, 1984, Ghostbusters. Oh, there you go. Its second week. I mean, classic, great. Uh, it was actually for number one for several weeks after this. Um, the franchise lead, led to both a successful arcade game and one of the most popular pinball machines in recent memory. I mean, other than... Oh, that is a good machine. That is a good machine. It, it is, other than its creator falling from grace. But, uh, you know, what are you going to do? What? And I heard, I heard that uh, the code on it sucks. Who, who fell from grace? I don't know what that means. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Oh, was he in a harassment was suit a like Kevin Spacey? He was a child molester. Child right? molester thing, yeah. Oh, my God. Are you serious? They found some stuff on a computer or something. What? Ken, what do you know about this guy and Ghostbusters? I don't know. I don't know anything about that particular situation. I don't. That's, uh, that's weird, Mark. I've never heard that. Well, it's pretty old news. Um... But we're reporting on it. But we're reporting. <laughs> 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 That's the Arcade Radio News. <laughs> John, we're, we, right, we were talking about John Trudeau. That's, that's uh, I like John again, Trudeau. Alleged, all alleged. Whatever happened. So, oh, John Trudeau. Oh man. Charges are often dropped or reduced. You know, it's interesting. Uh, I don't want to get onto a tangent about that stuff. I just don't. But do it. <laughs> I'm just. I mean, you guys, it's just like Weinstein. He freaking opened the floodgates. No, Bill Cosby did. Come on. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Bill Cosby did. But it took a long time between Weinstein and Cosby, and there's been a lot of other like things happening all of a sudden. I yeah. mean, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, that's messed up. I mean, it, it, it's one of those things that like when he came out as gay, everyone was like, uh, whatever. Hey, yeah. yeah. Okay. That, that. No, I mean, like... The first time you look at the guy, you can tell, right? I, I, no one, no I one was don't, I don't know that. if that's true. I don't, I don't, know. Totally I, true. I don't think that's true. Your gaydar is off if you, if you it don't is know off. that. Mine's off. I, I just heard through rumors and stuff. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I guess I didn't care. But, you know. Exactly. It's his own personal business, but not related to his being a creep. Right. Which is just messed up, you know? There's like. There's. Eight staffers on the current set of House of Cards have, have accused, accused him of inappropriate conduct with staffers on the set. That's uh, just bad. <laughs> he groped Richard Dreyfuss's son, basically in front of him, while he wasn't able to see what was going on. And then his son confessed to him years later. And then, you know, this and the whole thing with the, the new Star Trek actor guy, he was the one that he plays, um, I don't know. An, uh, I, I, I haven't watched any Star Trek, so no spoilers. I'm waiting to the very end. What are you talking about, Star Trek? 
the new uh, Star Trek Discovery that's yeah. on their yeah. little streaming service. You'd like it, Dan. They use the F word. I don't like Star Trek. They use the F word in Star Trek? I know. That's what I said. Oh, once. you're talking the one with Seth MacFarlane or whatever? No, that's no. the Orville. And the Orville is awesome and it was renewed for a second season. I'm happy. Yeah, me too. Anyway. Yeah, hey, yeah, wait, Ken. I... Ken, the, the, uh, and like the fourth hey, or fifth. Star Trek. I know. <laughs> I know. It was the. It was. I was like, they used the f bomb not just once, but twice. Same episode. Yeah, yeah. She said it twice in the same sentence. She said it. Okay, so don't. Again, I don't need to know anything. It actually. Um, hey, Kelsey Rufford is on. Kelsey. Yes. Oh my guy, there he yeah. is. The Orville is awesome. I just noticed. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh, I I don't know. I I really enjoy the Orville. Hey, by the way, thanks for everybody for sticking through this this episode of of um, really cruddy special effects. Um, well, I, I think they hear it like they it's it's intended, but we don't. But no, because I'm wrecking it when I talk over the cues. <laughs> well, we can fix it later. Fix it. We'll fix yeah, it in post production. Nobody will know. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about what was on TV on June 16th. All right, cool. Let's do that. I like this. On ABC, you had T.J. Hooker starring Captain Kirk. T.J. Hooker! And then like an hour later, uh, Fantasy Island starring uh, Khan. Khan! Welcome to Fantasy Island. Ricondo Maltalba. The plane! The plane! That was a really stupid freaking show. Oh, no, I love that show. I love that show. Oh, it was so good. When it's you were creepy. a kid? Yeah. When you were a kid? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I never really, I, I guess the issue was I never really got my head wrapped around what the hell was going on when I was a kid. You know my favorite mean? episode is the one where the guy says he doesn't want to be seen by anyone. And so they make him invisible. But in order for him to be invisible, he has to take off all his clothes. <laughs> well, I knew you'd like that. Go on. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> or maybe it was a woman. I can't yeah. remember, but it was a good episode. <laughs> it's it been like, what's that, Ken? It was probably a woman. Yeah, you're right. It was probably, probably a woman. Like Cheryl I mean, Keaton. that was ABC. So, oh my gosh, I love that show so much. Oh, in that and 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 the guy that played Tattoo. I love Tattoo. He was yeah. awesome. He was in the man. He was in the man with with the golden gun, which yes. I love. That was my one of my favorite Bond films. Still. Still it's alive. actually a really great film. I think I if he's still alive, I should look no, at No, he committed suicide. Uh, what? Oh, terrible. He did not. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did? Oh, yep. that's terrible. He's been a long time. Yeah, he's been, uh, he's been gone many, many years. That's too bad. Yes. Yeah. And his name was um, Hervé Villachez or something like that? Correct. Yeah. So, but, you know, uh, he shot himself. Oh man, don't do that. If you're listening, don't do that. Just stop. Yeah. But I guess it's common in dwarfism. Um What? Yeah. For people no. to kill themselves. Yeah. Really? The, oh, the, the mortality rate from suicide is much higher. Well, I guess um, statistically that makes sense anyway. I mean, there's less people that are you know uh, Oh my gosh. Let's uh let's this this the most depressing episode. Let's yeah, yeah, seriously, let's uh, get out of that. Yeah, holy Wait, holy wait a second though. Wait a second. Cause oh, no. No, because he's awesome, and the golden and the man with the golden gun. He's like the best character, and apparently he was like a super womanizer. Like he was, 
And and he would go out with the women all the time. Well, good for him. Yeah. I'm like a donkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was... A, it, <laughs> well, like Peter Dinklage, I just imagine him getting laid every night, you know? But It's just in the TV show. Yeah. Right. Maybe. Hey, so let's talk about what's on the other channel. CBS had crap on. Nobody cared. And... Yep. NBC, I love this. They CBS had crap on. Ooh, different, different strokes, strokes different to rule the followed, world. But followed by the first TV show with a home arcade and home train, Silver Spoon. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, and Silver Spoon starred Aaron Gray. Aaron Gray from Buck Rogers. Oh. Yep. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Go on. And, and yeah, forget about her and Silver Spoon. Let's talk about Buck that, Rogers. Buck Rogers. That suit, man. Mm-hmm. That was, oh, was something nice. else. It was something else. Yeah, I was really confused because Buck Rogers and Battlestar Galactica both had a movie that Universal put out, and then they had TV shows, and it was very confusing. I'm like, did the TV show make the the you know the movie or did the movie? Make, I, I I was very confused. I don't I, know how to. Follow I think it. in both cases the TV show came first. So weird. But uh, they're both Glenn Larson shows. Oh, also yes. dead by the way. He's oh, not, not around anymore. Well, Knight Rider, you know, anything with the flashing eye on the front, that was Yeah, any, any was red Larson. eye that moves left and right yep. was Glenn Larson. Was Glenn Larson. Like, <laughs> Dude, we have to do the red eye with the flashing and the red. <laughs> no, let's make it green. I'm like, no, it has to be red. You're, you know, that means Randall Kit, Kit is Randall a, Galking says he did a guest spot on different strokes. I'm not believing that. I don't believe him. I kind of do. So Kit, Kit was a Cylon, basically. Yes. Yes, he was. And, and speaking of which, they used a Cylon in the opening of the A-Team when Dirk Benedict starred because he played. That's right. He played Starbuck. Yeah. So then like the opening of <laughs> they have him at a corner in L.A. and he sees a Cylon and it's like funny because <laughs> he's Starbuck. Wow. Anyway, did, did you ever go into the old Universal Studios tour in L.A. where no. they had like, a, a Cylon ship that you went into? And they really? Oh, my God. By I your mean, command. Funny. But they did that back, like for years, like through the '80s and '90s. By your command. Um, I was just flipping through uh, YouTube videos the other day and came across somebody that had the old Battlestar Galactica toys, the one that uh, started the whole trend when you pushed the button on the front of the Viper and yeah. it launched the missile and the kid swallowed it, and that ever since then every uh, toy has sucked. Dan, I have those. Dan, what? Dan. Oh my God, you guys! I'm not joking. Last weekend, I was at my favorite. Uh, like, I don't know. Do you guys do you guys thrift shop at all? I do, but anyway. No, but did, did you swallow a vital star? No, but I what? found the freaking. Did you go to the boutique? No, I found the Viper dudes. I have those. Nah, I, I found it for two dollars. If you hold them by the head and you shake them back and forth. And it had like the missile and the pilot. I'm not joking. Lucky. Two bucks. Did you buy it? I did. Good. And one of the stickers was missing, so I bought a. Uh, you can buy like a a vinyl sticker replacement set. Oh my God! So I restored Come it. On. Really? I, yeah, I restored it. It's funny. I, I, for some reason, I gave my toys to some kid, and then I, I, I shit you not. I'm sorry, but he, I, I regretted it, and I took it back. I'm, oh wow! That's yeah. awesome. He didn't know. He didn't know that. That's awesome. That brutal. Yes. I'm actually using a Battlestar Galactica coaster right now. Uh-huh. Nerd. Nerd alert! Okay. We're almost we're almost to Ken's interview. Let me get let's get through these. Yeah, Ken is uh, probably like, "What the hell is going on here?" Man? I know he's like, "Are you guys going to talk to me?" 
I just play in pole position. Awesome. The top five songs in the U.S. <laughs> he's literally right now. He's literally playing pole position. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's good. Oh, I hear it. Oh, here he goes. Uh oh. Okay, Adam, you're gonna have to help me out here. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Okay, and and tell me when you've stopped and started the song because again I can't. Hear All right, you. I'm only gonna play. Uh, a few wait, seconds. wait, wait! I'll just what? sing them. I'll just sing them. That sounds good. Yeah. Right. You you will? Okay, so yeah. then okay, good. Number five, Sister Christian by Night Ranger. Go. Motoran. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. Sister Christian by Night Ranger. Oh, I love I... Night Ranger. I mean, they're still around, believe it or not. Yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah. number four, Oh Sherry by Steve Perry. Oh my gosh, I love that song. Oh Sherry. Knowing how I made you feel. Should have been gone! <laughs> I, didn't put my, I didn't put my metal touch on. I'll do that next time. I'm not even going to sing the next one. After all your words of steel. Okay, number three was Let's Hear It for the Boy by Denise. Oh my gosh. Willie. I am not doing this song. Y'all do it. Let's hear it for the boy. Yeah. Oh my god. Right now, all the chatters are like, oh, what the hell has happened to this show? So, Ellis, <laughs> we need to apologize. <laughs> Our last episode of season one was actually banned in all countries, by the this way. Is a, this is a shit show. <laughs> Number two was The Reflex by Durant. The Reflex. Flex, flex. The re 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 Reflex. <laughs> <laughs> There's more to it than that. Come on, sing the rest. Uh, reflex is a lonely child. Waiting by the park. I don't know. Waiting by the phone. Lonely child waiting by the Duran 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 Duran. Okay. <laughs> Number one on June 16, 1984 was Time After Time by Cindy Lauper. Okay. Okay. Here it is. Time after time. If you fall, yeah, it, I will catch you. I'll be waiting. By the way, this was in Stranger Things. Correct. Is it the last episode when they're dance and they play this? Shh, that's a spoiler. Hey, that's not a spoiler. <laughs> if you haven't binge watched it by now and you're listening to the show, you have the whole top 100 from 1984 there. No, I don't because. It, it, actually, I do. It's it's the top. It's either the top fifty or top one hundred. But every week, do you have a certain week you want me to look up? I was just curious if uh, the Information Society was on that list. Oh, you rule, oh. dude! You just made a Minnesota I don't callback. About the Information Society, they were not. Yeah. You, uh, I like the band. If you look it up, wait a minute, Ken. Ken, what? Information Society. Why did you? Uh, Why did you bring that up? So back in the in the nineties, I was I was competitive in a PC game called Descent. Yeah, it's so an awesome. Yeah, man. From, uh, from the band, the Information Society, and there was a tournament in San Francisco, and I stayed at his at his place. At Kurt's place. At Kurt's place. So I, Kurt used to live in Minneapolis. Well, he lived in he lived in San Francisco in ninety six ninety seven. Yeah. When the band started, they, they started out of Minneapolis, then they moved to New York, and they got their start there, and then they moved to L.A. So that's awesome. I, I didn't, that's really cool you brought that up. It's a Minnesota Nin connection. 
The album came out in 1988. Aw, Higgins died from Magnum P.I. When? Just now? Yes. What the hell? Goodbye, Higgins. Higgins. No. Goodbye, Higgins. You gotta be kidding me. Son of a bitch. Oh my god. He was 84. Wow. That was a good run. You can't complain. No. Yeah, you can't. He was really cool. I loved him because he... He, oh, he was just... Uh, you, you know, he was actually from the South. Yeah, yeah. He was actually from the South. He had a Southern accent. Do you guys know that? I did not. I did not. So in, it, yeah, it says Texas. Yeah, so it, there's an episode where he plays a twin, where he plays his Southern hick twin of John of Higgins, and he actually gets to just talk in his normal voice. That was a thing in the eighties, wasn't it? All the uh, the twin all episodes. The good guys had a twin. Yeah, bad guy. or the bad guys. Hey, uh, Ken. Someone here named uh, Mac D two thousand one said that they're listening to the show right now, and they arm wrestled you and lost badly at Grinkfest. <laughs> you want to give them a shout out? Every everybody but Hector did. <laughs> oh my God, Hector almost kicked my. I I, I remember. Uh, it did not go well. I have a rule: never arm wrestle with a guy with no sleeves. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> It's like over the top, right? You just know that you should not do that. Yes. Hey, that's the end of my segment. Back to the corner. That's a cool sound to have. Oh, my God. What's happening? What's happening? Hold on. Hold on. It's the end of my sound. All right. Dude. uh... (laughs) It sounds like the dishwasher's running. Having a great listener call. Nice to uh, meet Zarzadek, by the way, at uh, Grinkers. Yes, he was a gentleman. Zarzadek. Scholar. Oh, God, that guy was awesome. And now it's the interview with Mr. Ken House. Wait a minute. Don't wait. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, ho, hey, ho. Hey, ho. Hey. What? Listener calls. Oh. Oh, listener calls. Oh, yeah, we have listener calls. Let me just check. Okay, I'm going to go check the voicemail. You know, I do this all the time. I jump the gun, right? voice but this this this, this like literally this is the worst episode we've ever done (laughs) i'm gonna quit after this it's gonna be fun how can anybody (laughs) ever know that that's right we had arm wrestling holy crap we have five calls well play a couple i don't know what they are they could be here's a call what's the worst thing that happened a missed call well, let me go to the voicemail. Oh, we, oh no, we only have one voicemail. I, oh. Hmm. No, it looks like we have a voicemail. Crap, but you guys aren't going to hear it. Play through your speakers. I can't. <sighs> well, paraphrase. Yeah, yeah. recreate it. All right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Maybe, maybe we can get Bob to call in live. I don't know. How come I didn't meet this Mac D guy when I was at Grinkers? Hello! Did you guys hear that? No. Arcade Radio Season 2. Did you hear that? No. Why not? Because you don't know how to operate your shiznizzle. I really want to fire your ass right now. Do it. Like on the air, just say, you know what? I don't want you on the show anymore because you're you're so negative. I triple dog dare you. You're so goddamn negative. I just don't want you on the fucking show anymore. 
I can't play this because it doesn't matter. You know, no one's gonna hear. No, it. we can, I can hear it on the the whatever on the, the live stream. Just let and it that go. just feed it through the speaker for can me. You turn there, you Marcus. turn on your live stream. Turn on your live stream. You'll hear no. it. No. Yeah. No, that's too much effort. I'll just assure you it's good. Okay, here we go. If if you want to listen to it, I can. If you guys mute yourselves, I can play it, and then the audience can at least hear the 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 thing. I'm gonna mute myself. That's what I was trying to do, but I think it was me that caused the feedback there. No, it's just here. I'll mute you, Ken. Like, oh, I'm, Matt D is Dave from Buffalo. <laughs> we just had an epiphany. No, he just he just uh, filled me in here. Ken, Ken just muted himself so we can play the thing, right? You guys mute yourselves too, and I'll play the I'll play it, okay? And you guys can hear it. Sakes. All, right. All right. Okay, I'm muting myself. Muting. So then you can listen to the thing. All right. So this is a little unusual, guys. Uh, we're gonna have to do a little bit of a delay here, but if you're listening, uh, you know, thank you so much for listening into Arcade Raisin. Ra- Raisin. Arcade Raisin, Season 2, Episode... I'm on the wrong show, Arcade Raisin. (laughs) Raisins are gross. Hello, Arcade Radio Season 2, 2, 2, Beatler. Hey, this is your buddy Bob, Bob Zarzadek, from the YouTube. Nice having you boys back on the radio this week. Uh, You know, I listen to you through the internet radio, so that that counts, right? Anyway, uh, uh, I'm calling in you address the pink elephant that's in the room right now okay i know it and, and you know it we we all know it i'm talking about stranger things too and some people are saying that you know they use lcds in their games instead of the you know crts well i just got through binge watching the whole thing and man i'll tell you what i didn't notice those screens at all but man those those control panels whoo man they were like so smooth and lustrous. Yeah, that's the word, right? Lustrous. Oh, and the and the joysticks. They were they were totally the right size. You know, not too big, not too small. Any anyone who disagrees is a dang fool. Anyway, um, oh yeah, let's get back on topic here. Hello, Ken House. Glad glad to see you on here. Uh, Ken, my question for you tonight is, uh, uh, F Mary Kill. You, you're familiar with F Mary Kill, Ken, right? Okay. Okay, so here are your choices, Ken. F. Mary Kill. Okay, ready? All right. Uh, Oprah, Melania Trump, and Winona Ryder. Okay, Oprah, Melania Trump, Winona Ryder. All right, I'm going to hang up and listen. Start the deck out. Okay, unmute yourselves, dudes, if you're not already unmuted, my, my fellow dudes. Okay, so what I understood is that uh, Bob asked... Kent, Ken, Ken, wait, wait, let's wait it. for Kent. Kent, oh, Ken's unmuted. All right. He wants you to play F. Mary Kill. Do you know what F. Mary Kill is? Where you, you get I don't know what F. Mary Kill is. You explain you get, that to me. You get the name of three people, and you decide which one you want to F, which one you want to marry, and which one you want to kill. Oh, I like this game. Yes. <laughs> so, oh, wait. so they're asking me? Yeah. So, so here are the three people that you have to pick, and which one you're going to F, which one you're going to marry, and which one you're going to kill. Are you oh my ready? gosh, this interview is All right. Okay. Oprah Winfrey, Melania Trump, President Trump's wife, and Winona Ryder. Wait. Oprah Winfrey, Melania Trump, or and what? And Winona Ryder. Which one would you marry? Which one would you kill? Which one would you marry? Which one would you kill? And which one would you kill? Yes. Which one? 
Can I can I just fuck them all? Ken <laughs> <laughs> House, ladies and gentlemen, he'll be here all week. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is hilarious. <laughs> that's good. That's the answer. That's the answer. That's the answer, Mr. Spock. <laughs> I like them. I like them more than I like you. <laughs> more than I like you. Especially the one complaining about pole position. Yeah. Hey, dude. Right. F that guy. Yeah, talk about <laughs> negativity. Jesus. Oh H. Mother Crusting Frike. Bringing the negativity to the <laughs> I know. I love pole position. I just hate how loud it is in my ears right now. But that's okay. You know? Let's start, let's start that interview. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Let's do an inter. Wait. <laughs> well, screw the sounds. I'll just put them in later. That's pole position. That's pole position. Some paper, quick. Some what? That's not what Rush Limbaugh does when he's got big breaking news and interviews and shit. He just wrinkles some paper. Oh, oh yeah. Let me just do that real quick. Yeah, just do that. Breaking news. Breaking news. Ken House just entered uh, the building, and uh, well, let me just look this up right now. Uh, oh yeah, see, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a fire here. There's a fire. The studio is burning down. Oh my God, the humanity! All right, that's my intro to Ken House. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Ken. Again. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, I have to apologize because uh, we rebooted the studio last week and something happened to the Matrix and now everything's out of whack. So you know what that, you know what that means, Kent. We're having you on again, and we're gonna tr- we're gonna treat you a lot better. Sweet. Was I bad last time? No. Uh. Yeah. No. Yeah. But <laughs> you. Dude, I loved hanging with you at Grinker's. That was so freaking awesome. Oh, that place is amazing, and the crowd was amazing. Okay, so um, I'm going to set the scene. I walk in. I'm looking for Mark and Dan, right, my buddies. My plane gets in real late on, what is it, Thursday night, guys, right? You guys are already asleep because you're Minnesotans, and I, <laughs> I appreciate that. And then I'm like, I'm going to wander around um, Eagle, Idaho and look for an arcade called Grinker's in the middle of the night because I don't know where it is. So I'm wandering around in the middle of the night looking for Grinker's because I don't know where it is. And I get there. I walk straight to the bar because that's what I do. And uh, I order a, a beer. And I look to my left and I'm like, I think I recognize that guy. He was on our show. You know, so Steve from Grinkers is in the corner holding court. And next to him is a couple of guys. Uh, I think Clint was there, right? A couple other dudes. And this guy uh, that Mark's wife describes as Nickelback. So, <laughs> so this guy wearing no sleeves. And uh, I would go over and introduce myself to Steve. And he's like, Dude, you're Adam! Because I, I had my video off the whole time, so he had no idea who I was. And I'm like, I'm Adam from Arcade Radio. He's like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And then introduces me to Ken House, who I, I don't even know. Ken, Ken, I didn't even know who you were. I, I'm, I'm like, totally ignorant. So keep my mouth shut. 
And I learned that this guy is like a Dig Dug champion and um, has a team of dudes that uh, have a bunch of world records at his at his place. So Ken, give us a little bit of a lowdown of, of like kind of what you described to me. Like tell me about your your arcade and the records that have been set there. I know you gave a little bit in the live show at the show, but tell us now. So basically back in 2007 when the Candy Kong came out, I decided I wanted to be a high score guy again because I could. And I met a bunch of the local high score guys. It just so happens that my local high score guys are John McAllister and Matt Hall, two like kings of high score kingdom. And then I had friends from back when back in the 80s that I still kept in touch with that are world class gamers from back then, even though we had just this little small town arcade. Our guys were pretty good. So so I started collecting and then John McAllister said, Hey uh I want to set the Asteroids world record. Okay. So we do that. Like we set up live stream here, a thousand people watching or something. He plays 51 hours and breaks the, the unbeatable Asteroids high score from back in the 80s. So that kind of started the ball roll. And then we got Bill Carlton, who was in the, uh, the documentary high score. If you haven't watched that, look it up on Hulu or Netflix and watch it. High score is awesome. It's the third best of all four of the documentaries, or the fourth best of all three. Well, okay, so name name the documentaries so we know what you're talking about. So there's High Score, there's uh, King of Kong. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's Richie Knuckles one that's like uh, King of Arcades. There's Chasing Ghosts. I love Chasing Ghosts. I love Chasing Ghosts. If you can get the good version. I have it. I have it. Uh, let's see, what else is there? Uh, the one Dave Dan's ever did. Um, I, I don't remember the name of that one. Then no, yeah, well, there's a ton of them, right? So anyway, the, the four thing was just a joke with Bill. I told <laughs> him. it was it was the it was the fourth best of all three at the time. <laughs> I was just jacking with him. So Bill's gone for the world record here on Missile Command several times, including like three weeks ago or so. We still haven't posted that score. That's coming. Uh, it wasn't world record, but 35 hours and personal best for him. Uh, let's see, Donkey Kong Jr. world record was set here. My son, Elijah, got the track and field marathon world record and the Nibbler world record in within a couple of months of each other, I think. Both of those have been taken down, but uh, but he got them. Did it here. The Mappy world record was set here. Dig Dug world record was set here. And so uh, uh, t- tell the listeners what it takes to get a legit score registered with either TG or um, or Arcade, and t- uh, Twin-, Twin Galaxies or Arcade. So with Arcade, it's pretty easy because uh, the rules are not very stringent. And I've been an Arcade admin for a long time. I'm not sure how it works now that Doc Mac owns it and Dave Hurley doesn't. But I, I still have my admin login, so... I can still add scores. I got to talk to Doc before I do that, though. So, so the, the arcade scores are a lot easier. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, Doc owns it now. Doc Mac owns uh, arcade now. Yes. Really? So arcade yeah. for those listeners that don't know, it's A U R C A D, right? Like gold. A U R C A D E arcade, uh, and Doc. Uh, let's give the listeners an idea of who Doc is because. Uh, He's uh, actually planned to be a guest for season two 
Um, but I uh, I met him at MGC. Ken, tell us who Doc is. Yeah, so Doc is a collector, arcade owner, owns Galloping Ghost Arcade, which is, as far as I know, the largest arcade, classic arcade on the planet right now with over 500 games and that's pretty badass. They, they feel the team for the Battle of the Arcades every year. They, yeah. They've got a good show going on there. Wow. That's who Doc is. Sweet. Uh, and um, so, you, you know, you... Did you record these scores with both Twin Galaxies and Arcade, or just Arcade? Well, some of them were with uh, Twin Galaxies, and some of them with, were with Arcade. Um, like the, the Donkey Kong Jr. one and the Mappy one went to Twin Galaxies. The Dig Dug one went to Twin Galaxies. I don't remember if the Nibbler or Traction Field went to Twin Galaxies or not. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, the Asteroids one was certainly to Twin Galaxies. Some fun stories about the Asteroids one. There's, uh, there's some footage, some bonus footage on the Tetris documentary that uh, that they shot here when that record was set. Oh, the Tetris documentary is awesome. We've talked about it like maybe once or twice on the show, but it's really good. I I think if you're going to watch a documentary, check that one out. I'm, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, those guys are amazing. Those Tetris players are pretty freaking And a lot of them, oh, well, a couple of them show up at MGC here locally in um, Wisconsin. Uh, so, um the next question I have for you is um, is uh, is related to Stranger Things. So this is episode two of season two of Arcade Radio, and we're going to discuss Stranger Things season two. And one of the reasons we brought you on the show is because season two of Stranger Things features... Uh, one of one of the the games you're talking about that you set the high score on, uh, and taken back. So, you, uh, what I'd like you to do is kind of tell us first of all your your Dig Dug story. What what drew you to that game in the first place? How'd you get the high score? And 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 the journey to sort of bring that high score back to you, uh, multiple times. Tell us about that. All right. So the Dig Dug story starts when I was just a kid. Maybe 13, 14, the local arcade. We had a, I grew up in a, a small town in Oregon called Forest Grove, and we had a, a little arcade called the Electric Works. And it's very similar to my personal arcade now because I basically copied it. Um, so I was able to kill screen dig dug back then when we didn't know what kill screens were in small town Oregon. Uh, we had no, I had no idea what a kill screen was. I had no idea that I had kill screen the game. I had no idea. That it was a math thing. I thought that the game overheated, and it just I played too long and it overheated. So, so I got 4.1 million back, back, long, long time ago, and it beat the score that was in Joysticks magazine that month. And then shortly after that, somebody got six million or something, which which we now know to be impossible. And that was in Joystick magazine. A lot of impossible scores ended up there. So, so I pretty much gave up on chasing high score on Dig Dug then. Arcades closed, and and we all grew up. So come come King of Kong time in 2007, I watched it, and I'm like, I bet since this is still a thing, I could get the Dig Dug world record again. So I looked it up, and it was 4.2 million or 4.3 million, something pretty trivial. So fired up eBay, had some money at the time, bought Robotron and Dig Dug, had them shipped to my place. A few weeks later, I was four and a half million or so 
on Dig Dug. I, I remember pretty much everything I did. Now I'm smarter, older, more experienced. So it was, I got a, a higher score. So I got about 4.5 million was my first admitted score, I think, somewhere around there. Might have been a little less, and then 4.5 might have been the second. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. But there's a video on YouTube of me screaming when I got 4.5 million. It's pretty, pretty cool. Anyway, we got that score, and then Donald Hayes, who is king shit of video games, and really is he's way better than me at almost every game except it done. Me and him have been fighting back and forth a couple of hundred thousand at a time, and now the score is is astronomically high. Donald just got the score back this year. I think the game was played last year, maybe maybe even the year before, but I think it was last year. I got a score that I'm really gonna have to, to sit down and study and, and try to beat. And I'm not really sure that that that's in the spirit of the game because I could beat it and then he could beat it again and we've gotten to the point where it's not fun anymore it's just work we got to dig dirt a certain way because the points are worth more if you dig a certain way <laughs> it's just almost not worth it anymore but long story short competitive gamers like to come here and, and set scores because the games work good and uh, we support them here yeah. So tell us about a few of the other guys that have set scores there. So John McAllister, um, he's pretty good at everything. He has the, the Robotron five-man record, which is one of the, the best classic arcade game achievements like ever. 1.2 million on five-man Robotron. It's amazing. People try to get a million points on Robotron marathon settings and think they're good. Made it in five guys. Um so John, John's got Robotron here, or not here, he did it in his place, but Robotron and Asteroids and Joust, like, like big titles, Star Castle, and then a million main titles. So you got John McAllister, and then we got Matt Hall, who is Mr. Main. He's got a really popular uh, really popular classic arcade game streaming channel called Lord BBH. So if everybody wants to add an awesome classic arcade game channel, it's Lord BBH. On cool. Page. Uh, he's, he's got several hundred viewers all the time. Pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, and then Mike Casper, who used to play here, he was a childhood friend. Won the Battle of the Arcades the two years he was in it. Uh, won the, the individual title. Beat Matt Hall and John McAllister and Steve Wagner and Donald Hayes and all of those guys. So a nobody from, from No Town, Oregon. Beats everybody. And then my buddy Sam who you guys met at uh, Brinkers, Sam McNear. He finished third or so in the tournament. He's, nice. he's awesome. He comes here. Doug comes junior. Almost in the screen. Just, was Sam the guy that made those uh, custom arcade games like Legend of Zelda? That, Sam? that was a different Sam. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a different Sam. He's not my childhood friend, but he's my friend. His, his work is amazing. Yeah. Sam is going to be on our show, I think. Yeah. His, his work with those cabinets is amazing. And he's funny. Yeah. Bonus. Wait, who won the second place trophy? McAllister. Yeah, John McAllister did, and then uh, somebody's wife has it. <laughs> That's my wife. She has it in her bedroom right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. John McAllister. That's right. You got to tell this story. You guys tell this story. <laughs> Looking at it. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. What's the story, Ken? <laughs> I'm not telling that story, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so the the long story short is that 
uh, McAllister took off after the, the contest was over and was not available when the awards were passed out. And so they decided, hey, Ken, you know, John, why don't you, you, you just take this? And then he's like, he doesn't want this. <laughs> and, uh, and my wife got it. And so she's like, hey, I have the, the second place main title. I remember this. this. We left very late that day. <laughs> I have the word. And I'm like, how the hell did you get it? You know? She's like, Ken House gave it to me. And I'm like, dude, that is so no, awesome. She didn't say Ken House. She said Nickelback. Nickelback gave it to me. <laughs> right. I get that I look like that guy every once in a while. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. I get look. I look like the guy from The Shins, but um, there's not a lot of people that know them versus Nickelback. Speaking of how you look, Ken, I, I was looking for pictures of you to post in the in the Facebook page, and I have to say, you look a hundred you know million times like you look. You have seasoned yourself. You look very, very good these days compared to any picture I could find on the internet. Go on. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, How do you do that exactly? What's going on? I've been single for a while. That'll do it. I don't like fat dudes. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much the, the long and the short of it, you know? I've been there. Wait a minute. I am there. You're not single. You're engaged. I'm fat. Nah. Well, if you're engaged, it don't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're good. <laughs> yeah, Dad Bob's okay. All right. So, moving on from the fat jokes. Right. Yeah, no more fat jokes, please. <laughs> so, your arcade has a lot of games in there. What, um, like, what's your most recent few acquisitions? Because... It it looks pretty like pretty well, you know, laid laid out. Yeah, I pretty much uh, I'm done getting new games and collecting new stuff. Mm-hmm. My last my last acquisition was probably the crane machine or the claw machine, and my grandkids love that claw machine, and everybody that comes loves that claw machine. So, can if you, you have an opportunity to get a game size claw machine in your game room? Do it. So can you like set, make? Can you set different settings on that thing, or is it like yeah, totally rigged? Easier or harder? Hmm. Mine's set in the middle. I have a claw machine, and and what's funny is that those machines, depending on your area, you almost you almost can get one for nothing if you if you play your cards right. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't pay very much. I paid like two hundred and fifty dollars for mine. That's pretty good. That's a good price. I have so, a. Oh, there's that. And then I bought a stunt cycle. I bought like a home use only mint stunt cycle from 1976. And that is cool as fuck. How much did you pay for that thing? I paid $300 for it. Nice. I love it. It had a broken board. I just fixed the board. And I fixed a couple other stunt cycle boards while I was at it. So you're pretty good. Stunt cycle board. Hit me up. I'll hook you up. Um, Stunt cycle. Awesome game. What else? What's new? I got uh, I got the new marquees for Missile Command, the new uh, Reagan Gorbachev marquees, and the Trump Kim Jong Un marquees for Missile Command from this old game. Nice. You have to see those; they're freaking awesome. <clears throat> Did I hear a Tron in your in your arcade there just a minute ago? There is no Tron in here, unfortunately. Hmm. I, well, actually, not unfortunately. I don't think I'll be <laughs> replace it with the Tron. So. 
Right. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Right. Are there any games that you want to still get in there? There are a couple of games that I'd like to have. I'd like to have a Star Castle just because I miss it. Uh, I'd like to have a Karate Champ. But I don't know what I'd get rid of to, to put them in here. Right. So and that's, that's, that's the difficulty. I mean, I've got 30 games total, and I don't have space for any more unless I screw up all the... Your, your feng shui is really good in there from what I saw. I mean, yeah. Unless you can stack two games on top of each other, your ceiling looked pretty high. Yeah, I could probably put a second floor in here if I really wanted. Mm. But uh, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> I'm, probably, I'm probably pretty set unless... Well, not even unless. And there's, probably, there's nothing I'm going to put in here and replace anything I have. I don't know. Okay. So I have a a Stranger Things question. Everybody saw Stranger Things season two, right? I saw the first episode and the second episode. So we got to you got to the arcade, right? Yes. All right, let's talk about the dig dung machine in Stranger Things season two. Round table, can you start? <laughs> Do you want to talk about the fact that Mad Max doesn't fit in the high school? There you go. I love it. All right, so that was the first thing I took issue with. I didn't really care about the elves. It's incredible that they did that, though, because it looked like it belonged there. Yeah, it did. Right. You know, that's that's a, that's a very It looked like it belonged there. So somebody somebody smart worked on the code to make that happen. Yeah. Or they, they, they faked it. But. Right. And I, I, think, I, I think you're right. Like, they took some creative license. They, You know, obviously, LCD monitor, whatever. Um, I, I hate that. I... I I wish they would have used a CRT, but who cares? They're doing it for TV. But what I what I took issue with was really that six-character Mad Max score, and here's why. Because th- these kids in this show are smart, right? They're super smart. So why not just have it say, you know, M-A-D, and then the next score say M-A-X, and then the next score say M-A-D, and the next score say M-A-X, and then have Dustin be like D-S-T at the bottom. You know, and so they... These kids have put two and two together the whole time you're watching the show. Why why wouldn't they figure out that Mad Max, you know, is her name if she's putting in Mad Max? You know, they would have made it up on there. So they could they could have done it different ways. And I think you know they they miss these little marks occasionally on this show. You know, Dig Dug being one of them and the Millennium Falcon being the other, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> the, the model of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, in the first season they use a a, a model from '97 or some, you know, and it's supposed to be from '77 or '80, you know, and it's not because <laughs> they right. watched the second episode yet. Uh, is that the right model? Mm. It's funny they don't show the back of it, so it looks. It is, for all intents and purposes, yes, it is the correct model. Because they use the same exact mold for the 97 model, but they changed the rear of it and they added lights and got rid of the sticker. So for those of you that have Millennium Falcon from the 1980s, uh, the 1977, 1980, 83 models for uh, Star Wars Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back all 
all had uh, a red sticker on the back, an orangish red sticker on the back. And when they did the re-release of all these toys in the 90s, they, they, they actually used the same molds. And I think the stamp on the bottom still says 1977. But on the, on the back, they actually put blue lights. So in the late 90s edition of the Millennium Falcon, um, you could put batteries in that thing, hit the button, and it would light up. and was really cool. But uh, they used that, unfortunately, they used the late 90s edition in the first season of Stranger Things. And, um, you know, those are those are total nerd things. Like, like It is. You know, I mean, it's only you. Right. But, you know, anyway, so Dig Dug, um, they used LCD screen. They used the Mad Max. But the thing I thought was interesting, and maybe you agree, Ken, is the score was not unattainable. No, that was a relatively easy score to get. But better than the average player, would you agree? That's true. And that was that was a score that a twelve year old would think was good. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, I I think that part of it was like maybe maybe luck that they got that right. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, they they had very few other issues. Like like they had a um, some character picked up a dinosaur, and then it had like the little, you know. The roar sound, and they didn't make those until the 2000s. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So that particular toy, like that, and that roar is used like it's an OEM type of sound effect that sure was in a bunch of different toys. Well, anyway, all right, let's, but not in 1984. But let let's discuss, you know, the the, the little nitpicks aside. Let's discuss right. the Palace Arcade itself. Okay, what, so what did you guys think of the Palace Arcade? I, I like the missile plan in there, right? Yeah. Position. I wonder yeah. if the sound was left on. I didn't hear the. I didn't hear that sound. I do notice that they had a special board on the wall of, of uh, asteroids, which came out in 1979, which didn't make sense. Why would there be a five-year-old? I, I think asteroids stuck around in arcades for a long time. Asteroids but, stayed in my arcade until it closed. Yeah. Until Sam won it. I, I saw it a lot. But, I mean, you would think an Asteroids Deluxe sign would be up. I mean, this was just some special frame that didn't even wasn't even a machine. Asteroids Deluxe. There was a poster in one of the the, the offices when they were talking. Right. They did have some of those. Yes. But that was, that was really cool. I really loved the arcade. I think they did a great job on it. Um, they did a good job too. You know, it's it's interesting. A lot of shows, a lot of shows and movies uh, these days, they try to do eighties, and it seems like to me they have millennials trying to do 80s stuff they're like they have no clue what they're doing they have no yeah, idea skip that i mean i've complained many times that they just leave out arcades which were huge i'm like how could you go through a friday night without seeing an arcade game right i don't know i just think uh, like palace and i love the font they use for the palace arcade yeah. um i love the upside down when they reversed the whole thing and it got creepy uh it, it's really one of the few arcade scenes in modern um, television, I think. Dan, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm here. What did you think? I want to know what the game was in the back room. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There was a game in the back room. You're right. Uh, that, that that game, I think, was... Uh, Polybius? No. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that game? That uh, actually would have been pretty freaking fun. I played Oblivious fucking Central right here. <laughs> I played it back in the eighties. You know, well, the game that they had in the back room, I think, I was on a Galaga. 
I believe Ken it. is freaking lying to us right now. He's got the high score on Polybius. <laughs> oh, I do. I, I set the high score back in 1983. Oh my god. I don't remember it, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Tangent, tangent topic. Uh, did anybody watch the angry video game nerd uh, video of Polybius? No. Is that the one with uh, Clay Cowgill, that little podcast that he had about Polybius? Because no, that no. Was that was redonkulously stupid. Do you know who the angry video game nerd is? He's been doing console reviews for years and years, and he's just always yelling and swearing at the, the TV. Mm-mm. Yeah, so he's been doing it for 10 years. He's got like... A, a million followers on YouTube. A pretty popular YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he just recently did one on Polybius, and he shot the whole thing in Todd Tucky's warehouse. <laughs> were, were they doing work and uh, like uh, sanding something? While <laughs> no, he shot it in the back rooms where all the games were. Oh, and it's actually one of the most horrible videos I've ever watched on YouTube. Well, that sounds normal. <laughs> Wait, did I watch all the horrible videos or that? No, that something filmed at Todd's place didn't turn out <laughs> technically. As technically. Oh my uh, gosh, you know, I was going to have him on the show to ask him about it too. <laughs> I'm sure you could just do a like a voicemail. <laughs> like, and it's funny because I was sitting down with my buddies on Monday, we're, and I'm like, "What's this Polybius thing? You guys click on that." And so we started watching. I'm like, "That's Todd's warehouse." I just knew right away. Because how can you not know? He's like, right? He's on the YouTube so much. You you have to you have to know what his his warehouse looks like. Anyway, we're getting out down down the road, and we're not it. We're we're not asking Ken enough questions. So what what's the next question for Ken? Dan, do you pick one? Uh caught me off guard. (laughs) 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 What what's your favorite beer, Ken? I don't have a favorite beer. I don't drink. Wait, wait a minute. What? Wait. What? No, 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 no. You said you had like 100 beers over the weekend at Grinker's. That might have been a lie. Ha-ha. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that might have been a lie. Dude, you don't drink? Nope. Well, that's one of us in the room. There you go. So, um, What is your favorite... 80s. Uh, name your top three favorite 80s movies. Oh, 80s movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't even. I don't know. I don't really have a top. I, I'm not a movie guy, really. I have a top three songs, though, for sure. Okay, let's go. Okay, so first, number one song Michael Jackson, Billie Jean. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You have to be kidding me. You have there to be kidding me. That bass line. Oh, my, my God. My my fifth grade teacher, I think it was in fifth grade. My teacher at the time, I think it was in fifth grade, brought in the video from him at Motown 30, the first time he did the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I man. I totally that. remember that. Wow. That was just fucking mesmerized, man. Yeah. Mesmerized by that. It was that awesome. Is under- so that's number one. Holy crap. That's number like two is Poison. Every Rose Has a Thorn. Oh my gosh. Totally like the opposite of Michael Jackson. Totally the opposite. Sentimental value. And number three is uh, Phil Collins in here. Oh my god, that's a good song. Those are my solid top three, and then they drop off after that. There's a bunch of good songs after that. Somebody, uh, Somebody remixed in the air tonight, and they have this new little drum 
line in there, and I do not like it. Hmm. I don't think I would like it either. Well, those two of those songs are also my top in my top ten for sure. Billy Jean is actually no joke, uh, probably my favorite all time eighty song. That is a great song. It's a great song. Yeah. And that uh, video, when, when he did the moonwalk, man, that was fucking yeah. bad. And, and yeah. also, Thin or Fat, I've been known to actually do that whole routine. So, Ken, do you... Uh, whole thing, but I do do the moonwalk here in the camera. <laughs> your life force is running out. Do you do your own repairs? Yes. Well, yeah, he was just mentioning you You did board repairs, too. That was yeah, I do my own board repairs. I do my own everything repairs. Recapping? Oh, yeah. Yes. I hate recapping monitors because... Actually, I don't mind recapping my monitors when they break because they're, they're broken and it's obviously something that happened organically that broke them. Yes. But fixing other people's monitors, oh, no. I don't like doing that because if somebody else touches it, that is not awesome. You never know what somebody else did. What's your right. nemesis repair? Oh, geez, I don't really have one. That's I'm, a good question. Yeah, I don't really have one. Pole positions suck. Because uh, anything yeah. with the multi-board stack sucks. Yeah. Because you can't just test on board at a time. Well, pole position, it's not only just the multi-board. you got two ARs that you got to deal with, right? Uh, the ARs are easy to test out, though. It's, yeah. it's the boards that are the problem. And, and mostly it's people's, people leaving their batteries on that, that screwed up the pole position boards. I wonder if pole position is the most infamous uh, arcade game that is known to break. I don't know. It's probably pole position. It's probably probably the, the number one thing. You're, you know, your, pole, so your pole position is working just fine. Yes, it is. Both of them, actually. And the track mode sounds are great. They are so you have, you, do you have a fantastic. pole one and a pole two? Yes. Okay, both uprights? Yes. Nice. They're standing pole, right next to each other. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome. Is the pole two the one that talks like in the track mode? No, they're both talking. No, the pole position one only beeps. No, they both talk. Pole position one talks, talk. but prepare to qualify. They both talk. The track mode is the same in both. Oh, it is. Okay, that's why we're hearing it twice, like every two seconds. The track mode is the same in both. Yeah, I guess. And they both turn on at the same time, so you hear them one, and then the other one just like a couple of milliseconds later. That's funny. Right. Sorry about that. Hot topic. Okay. Hot topic on Clove right now seems to be people that are hoarding arcade boards and arcade parts. What are your thoughts on that? I, um, I think that hoarding them is is not awesome. I think that having an extra backup or two is not bad. I have an extra backup board for probably half of my games. I don't have any hoarded parts because I just fix what breaks. I, I, yeah, you don't have a, you, you don't have an APB, do you? I do not, but I could get an APB if somebody ever wanted to get the world record on here. I I'm looking for a board set. I I don't know. I I know this isn't working. Your APB is busted, dude. <sighs> it's not busted, but it, actually, you know what? It's probably just voltage. I just got to work on it. Yeah, just check the voltage. It's Put a uh, what happens yeah, is after it warms up, it don't starts put glitching. A <laughs> What's that? Don't it says put don't put it. Use the linear, but I I always leave the linear in there and then use the switcher to hold, to tide me over. Well, here's the thing: is that some on this game, I think somebody actually put in uh like a computer power supply on my 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 APB, 
Oh no. Yeah, so it's got five and twelve, and it's it's messed up. So I gotta pull that thing out. The the linear is still in there, but I assume it doesn't work because they actually replaced it with this thing. So I I actually might have to put a switcher in to just to get it to work right. There's nothing wrong with the switcher. Plus my triac board is blown, so I don't get the flashy lights. So there are games that do not work right with switchers. Like what? <laughs> Williams games don't work right with them. Well, yeah. Four cables and stuff. Yeah, Williams games, Robotron, Defender, Stargate. Hmm. Those games. And you have to mess with the wiring harness to get them to work right. You know what's interesting is if you do the RAM replacement on a Williams board and use a switcher, I found them to be very reliable. That that might be. If you if you switch it over to twelve volts on the RAM, that might be. So you know, there's a couple of threads out there in Clav and you do a couple of solder jumps and you can replace all the 4116 RAM with, you know, RAM that actually works. And I think it's responsible for all of those RAMs everybody has. I think it's like 5 volt though, isn't it? When you switch it, it's just 5 volt? Correct. Yeah. But it goes from 12 to 5? Yeah. There's like well, three different voltages. The, yeah, on the, four, the 4116s, it's at all three voltages. So you have uh, plus 5, negative 5, and 12. And that's what F's up most Williams machines um, is one of those. Sure yeah, pretty sure. I don't think they have all three voltages. Yep, they, they do. Four, 4116s have all three. Yeah. It's well, my, have to do that mod, so that would be weird. Yeah. Anyway. Ken, do you have a grail? Do I have a grail? Uh, nothing I don't own. No. That's good. No, I don't have any grails. Like, like Quantum. I don't care about that. Uh, I have an iRobot, but nice. It's uh, gonna be for sale as soon as I finish. Uh, do you have any games in storage somewhere, or is everything that you have in front of you? So I have all the games I want to play in front of me, and then I have maybe another eight or ten games in storage or some semblance of uh, of workingness elsewhere. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't like to have a lot of games other than what I want to play and what I want in my game room. So I don't, I don't just buy, go to warehouses and buy everything. So some guys do because they like that. So give, you know, give us a an audible tour of your game room. All right. So if we're starting on the on the left hand side here, we got Berserk, Robotron, Frontline, Nibbler, Galaga. A factory junior pack conversion. That's beautiful. Nice. Mappy. I love Mappy. Cue ball wizard pinball. Corvette pinball. Popeye saves the earth pinball. Nice. Doctor dude pinball. Stunt cycle. Sprint two. Crane machine. Tempest. Gravitar. Space duel. Millipede, which is a millipede centipede combo. Missile Command, which is super missile attack and missile command. Hubert, Zaxxon. I know nobody loves Zaxxon, but I love Zaxxon, so it makes this day. <laughs> Dig Dug, Asteroids, Pole Position 2, Pole Position 1, uh, Play Choice 10 cabinet that's in a Hogan's Alley, uh, serial number number 2 of Pauline. Which is pretty cool. Clay Calville has serial number number one. I got number two. Uh, Red Donkey Kong, an original Red Donkey Kong, and 
tractor field cocktail. Okay. That used to be that was originally a hypersports cocktail. Interesting. Actually. Is that the Very one that good. is that the one that keeps saying on your mark? Yes, that's the one. Sweet. That's a good collection. Next time I promise I will not turn my attract mode sounds off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's so, like I bought the eighties and I own it right here. Like, <laughs> I'm standing in the eighties. I love it. I you have got a, things in here. Yeah, exactly. They could have shot in here. So what what is your um what is your current favorite in your own arcade? You mean my current favorite game, or what? What, uh, what I like most yeah. about my collection? That's actually that's a good que- twofold question. So tell me first, what game in your arcade are you most playing right now? Like the one that you're most drawn to, and then yeah, what do you like most about your collection? Both those questions would be great. So I play. If I'm gonna play a game, if I'm gonna just come out and play a game, it's almost always either Robotron, Pole Position, or Track and Field. So, so those are those are the three go-to games. Probably Nibbler gets fourth most play for me because I, I like the game. I'm not very good at it, but I like it. It's a cool game. And Mappy after that. So top five. That's probably top five. Donkey Kong used to be Donkey Kong, so I used to play a lot of Donkey Kong. Sure. But uh, lost interest. Yeah. There's a there's a uh, contest right now going on. So if anybody's listening, check out the Robotron Guidebook. And there's a contest for Robotron, the fastest to 100 million by the end of the year. The really? fastest time to 100 million. And the current fastest time is like 20 hours and 15 minutes. Wow. Of David Gomez. And that's freaking incredibly fast. It's yeah. faster than I did it by three hours. Wow. Incredibly fast. I have a question. Uh, Jim Bodini is actually asking you, what do you think of eyes? I don't like eyes. I didn't like that game. I never liked that game. Is that is that a mod of Pac-Man? Is that what the deal is with eyes? It runs on the it same was on a Pac-Man board. I had like a Clay Calio twenty four and one or something. Something something I had had eyes on it, yeah. and I did not like it. That's funny. I think he's the high the world record keeper. So that, I guess he's re- sighing sighing with relief here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, nobody that comes here. Is after your record, fortunately, because <laughs> that's bad, awesome. Bad shit. Hey, Dave, Dave from Buffalo is asking, um, when was the first time you you started cutting your sleeves off? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not really sure how that happened. Actually, I'm, I'm not really sure. I'm I'm a I'm a full blooded redneck from small town <laughs> USA, and probably from the time I was. Out of diapers. I was wearing, I, I wore a sleeveless onesie, probably. There you go. <laughs> nice. The, the dude in Stranger Things that pulls up in the, in the Firebird man. Yeah. It been me. That uh, I did take a view. Yes. I had a 501 ass that the chips all fucking done. All of that stuff. I had, a, I had a 66 El Camino with glass packs and a built motor, loud as fuck. But. You know? <laughs> By the way, when 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 we when we departed, when we all parted ways at uh, Greenfest, you know we were up pulling out of the Hilton there, and you, you get into your what do you got a Camaro? Is that what that is? I, 
Mustang. I got a hot rod. Mustang. Mustang, yeah. It's a Mustang. Sorry. So he's got a white Mustang. It's got some detailing on it. it looks really nice. And it, it's uh, in all, you know, and in all of Ken's glory, when he leaves the parking lot, he peels, uh, <laughs> peels out, burns rubber right out of the. Parking it was amazing. Lot. Every every time he had to stop, he also peeled out when he had to go again. Experience. Poser. Yeah. No, it was great. It was awesome. Yeah. Sorry for calling your Ford a Camaro because I have a Ford too. So sorry. Well, I had a Corvette, and we actually I had a Corvette, and I had the Mustang at the same time, and we called the Mustang the school bus. <laughs> Corvette was so much better. It was like a fighter jet and a school bus. And you you have a Corvette pinball, didn't you say that? I do have a Corvette pinball. Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, final final questions and thoughts, guys. Uh, are you uh, doing Grinkers next year, pal? No, I don't think so. Ah, ah. Well, what do you want to? So, do, are you going to? I'll be there for sure. Oh, you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, like I wasn't going to go, and I just showed up. Like, like nobody, nobody knew I was coming. The whole internet, uh, the Canalobi forum said I wasn't coming. Everybody said I wasn't coming. My friends didn't know I was coming. And I showed up at the last minute. Just it was well, a it was a pretty spectacular year. You showed up, Buffett showed up. Uh, the it was it was pretty epic uh, Grinkfest. I think it uh, went off pretty well. I wish Tombo from KLOV would have showed up. If Tombo, if you listen to this, you should call me sometime because we should talk. What's well, we'll interesting, it. you know, it's interesting too. Is KLOV who gave me a lifetime ban for something stupid? He yeah. did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, they're notorious for. Band? Yeah, he's banned. So, don't be. Anybody knows that guy? Get me his phone number. Or get <laughs> him. Get him. He was, he's, you know, a, he's very bitchy. <laughs> You're gonna get banned, Mark. <laughs> no, I, he he yelled at me once. This guy, okay. bitch. He should know better. Yeah. You know what? Ban somebody who's like a celebrity in the in the industry from your exactly. Home. You don't ban yes. you know freaking Tom Cruise like yourself <laughs> from this measly little forum. Yeah, it's, it's it was silly. It was silly. Cloud can be in cities. Exactly. Well, yeah, I, I got to talk to him. He'd right be now. a bad cop. You know what? And I, I really actually spend most of my time on the Facebook groups these days. Anyway. Oh my god. Oh. I can't do Facebook. Facebook is the devil. Yeah, it is the devil, but you know what? They don't the ban devil. you. They don't ban you, Ken. They don't ban you. That's true. Put a picture of your dong up there. See what happens. Yeah, they'll ban you for that. Yeah, they will ban you for that. <sighs> but you know what? Uh, the Midwest group, the you know some of the other arcade groups, the worldwide collectors groups, it's a solid group of people that you know would love to have you on board. So, but it's different than. It is well, different. I, that, it is that's different. the next evolution, right? That's the next evolution of how we communicate as a group. I think. I think so. I try not to be on there too much because it's because it's annoying. That's just the devil. Yeah. But I, I, you know, we we uh, we we need we. It has its uses. So. The chatter's lighting up about that right now. You know. Yeah. About what? Face Facebook. Facebook being a pile of heaping. Crumbles. Oh, everybody loves Facebook. What? What? Nobody loves Facebook. We're all just stuck with Facebook. We're <laughs> exactly. Stuck with it. Exactly. I mean, it literally is. It literally is Internet 2.0. But it it, but it's way better than MySpace. Uh, yeah. Very true. Very true. 
you know. That is actually true. All right, guys, we got to wrap this up. Um, up right now, I'm, I'm, I was just about to play some outro music, but the whole thing crashed, so I'm playing <laughs> play it again. Oh my you're gosh! Not, you're not gonna even play it. You're just gonna we'll just end. Well, you know, I'm gonna play it, but we won't hear it, right? <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, we're just gonna play it that way. I don't. That's not it. It's not it. <laughs> so normally, I mean, our show at Grinkers went better than this. That's not true. <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> Why is that? Because this was longer. Yeah, yeah. No, this is yeah. This was a lot more in depth. You're right. I I think we were trying to fly under the radar a little bit at Grinkers, or and uh, and we didn't have like a. a, a Nobody wants everybody to know what we did at Grinkers. But yeah, you're right. But technically, does not need to know, and that's fine.
Thank God. The nightmare is over. That that was that was not okay. That was a train wreck. And not only that, but I checked my OBS settings. You know, two days ago, I had the whole image in there and everything, and I thought everything was cool. No big deal. It's just you know, messed up. Do it again next time. Yeah, well, we got to have you on again for sure. I mean, we I got- could get I could get the high score guys over here for a night. That'd be fun. Well, that'd if be you awesome. Wanted to do something like that. Oh, oh, that's a that's actually a really yeah. good idea. That's a you really might, good idea. We, I have a pretty fat streaming setup here. I got like twelve or thirteen cameras in here. Awesome. Like, we, we should, should do, like, that. do that. We, we could do, uh, make our first actual video on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, we got we have a, a whole bunch of uh, things we need to try to do this year. I'm really disappointed with yourself. Good. No. <laughs> no. Well, let me know, Adam. I, I mean, I'll help you out getting whatever glitches you need ironed out. Just yeah, I'll but... help you too. I'll watch you. <laughs> so <laughs> what I think it would just help if we had like a side meeting sometime this week and tried to figure out which setting I'm missing. I mean, it, I set all this up before. Right now, it looks like it should be working. All for all I know, if I reboot this thing, it'll start working. You know, which I I highly doubt. If you isn't there a better software for this than Hangouts? Yeah, yeah it, we're gonna better. we're gonna switch to Skype. I think the the bandwidth is better on Skype. So yeah, we we've actually watched movies together on Skype, which is kind of fun. Yes. We could kind of do a MST3K deal on that. But Ken, hey man, I just gotta say thanks for coming on the show tonight. Yeah, it was so good, awesome. Thanks, bud. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. <laughs>